Hello, and welcome to Talk and Psych with Doc Raz. I'm your host, Doc Raz. Today, I wanted to talk more about how to handle families and about kind of coping through them. Um, last episode, I had talked about, you know, some ways to kind of manage them, some attitudes to have. Um, and so I want to kind of build upon that. I want to note that my podcast is not a replacement for therapy with a trained professional. That if you are at the level that you need that, please go seek it. Get help from psychiatrists, psychologists, social workers, licensed professional counselors, whoever you have available in your area that if you need it can help you with these things. Um, So yes, I just wanted that disclaimer out there. And I'm going to talk about some coping skills. Some of these things are probably, frankly, not new to you. Um, But sometimes we need that repetition to remind ourselves like, oh yeah, that is actually an option. Or oh yeah, when I use that, I do find it really useful. Because I find with some folks that there's an issue. Sometimes the issue is that we don't have the skills. We don't have the tools. And other times, it's just frankly that we've gotten out of the habit of using them. And so we have to get back in the habit of using the skills that we already have and we already know work for us. And I also want to add another caveat. That's just the beginning of this. This is a bunch of caveats. Um, Is the fact that if you're finding that the skill is not helping you achieve the result you would like, it may be that A, it's it's not the skill for you. Not everything is going to work for everyone. That's okay. But it might also be that the level you're trying to use it at is kind of too high for the skill. And so if we think of, you know, if we had to rate our anxiety, kind of our sadness in these moments, Um, and we're at like a six or a seven, maybe the skill is really better for a three or a four. And so it's that we're using the skill at the wrong level of kind of anxiety or sadness or whatever. And it's not that the skill does not work. It's simply that it's not the right skill for the amount of feelings that we're having. Um, It may also be that, frankly, you just need to practice more. Some of them, like breathing or grounding, which I've talked about before, you know, it takes a little bit to get used to them and to be able to do them well. So trying it one time when your anxiety is quite high is not useful. It's not... (laughs) enough data, evidence, whatever word you kind of want to use, to, to throw it out. I would suggest trying multiple times in different situations and seeing that, oh, right, this works, this works when I'm with grandma, but it doesn't work when I'm with my mom. Um, so some skills that we might use include... Just go take a five-minute break, ten-minute break, whatever you need. Go to the bathroom. Go to another room in the house if you're celebrating with many people. 
Maybe it's going outside if you're somewhere where that's frankly warm enough. Um, just sometimes taking that break can help us calm down enough that we can go deal with this situation and we can handle it in the way that we would like to. And I'm not going to tell you how you should handle your family situations because you might find that some things you want to frankly ignore, other things you want to address. Um, and it's really 100% up to you. And based on your situation, what would be kind of the best choice? And what are you going to be the proudest of? Right? Sometimes the issue is more that we act in a way that we wish we had not. And it can go either way. It can go, I blew up at this person and yelled and threw a bit of a tantrum and I'm really embarrassed by that. Or it can go the complete opposite way of, I wish I had really said something to them and gave them a piece of my mind because I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't say anything. So there's not, you know the situation best. I'm not going to give you any advice or I mean, the only suggestion, right? If you're going to say something, be assertive. Don't be aggressive. Aggression usually puts people on the defensive. Being assertive also might, depending about the situation. But at least you can feel good about... Excuse me. How you handled it. So yeah, go take a break. Go take a 5-10 minute break. And if you need to do that a couple times, that's okay too. Um, another one is breathing. There's a couple different breathing exercises that are recommended. The ones that I think are the easiest are like square breathing. So generally I'll go for four in, hold for four, out for four, and then hold for four again. It's a lot easier to just remember that four beyond some of the others are like in for four, hold for five, out for seven. And I think for some people, if we're feeling fairly anxious, it's going to be hard for us to remember the various numbers. And so that's like, you gotta remember four and you just in, hold, out, hold. And you can certainly change the number to whatever feels more comfortable for you and your body, but I particularly like that one. Um, you can do the four, five, seven. That's also fine. Um, oh, excuse me. I got up early and ran today, and so I'm feeling a little sleepy as I talk to you all. Um, but I wanted to get this out there because at least in the United States, Thanksgiving is in two days. And so I wanted to get this out there when it might be most useful. So, um, so yeah, so taking a break, breathing, grounding. I always like grounding partially because I frankly find it useful, um, in various situations. Again, you can do different numbers where, you know, five things you can see, four things you can feel, three things you can, um, hear, two things you can smell, one thing you can touch. Or you can just start kind of listing things in your head going through the various senses. 
Again, things you can feel, things you can hear, things you can um, see, things you can smell, and things that you can taste if you're eating something or just kind of paying attention to your mouth. Um, and I think that's useful. Again, kind of bringing us, because the issue is, right, sometimes we become very anxious and our minds are almost like runaway trains and they just take us for a ride that we didn't really want to sign up for. Um, and so the grounding, I think, kind of brings us back to our body and to the moment. And then we can kind of address the situation. It breaks that thought loop that we can sometimes get caught in. Um, some other ones, right, if you have a family member that you know is a comforting person for you, go talk to them. It can be about the situation that you're struggling with in the moment, if you can find a private space, or it can frankly be about something else and use it as a form of distraction. You know, sometimes some of us use distraction too much and we don't want to deal with anything, but using distraction in small doses is not a bad thing. If we're choosing to not address something because we know it's just going to cause bigger issues that frankly we do not want to deal with, then distraction can kind of help us tolerate the situation we don't want to deal with very much. Um, and so find that family member that you enjoy, go talk with them, talk to them about things that have nothing to do with what's going on, um, and just get out of your head again a little bit. Um, if there's kids around, right, they can be a great source of distraction as well. Play with them, read to them, various things like that can be quite useful to just take a pause or a break and get focused on something else than what's happening or what's upsetting you. Um, I think other things can include just sort of around gro uh, grounding, but just Working on improving your mindfulness, just acceptance of what you're experiencing without, um, I heard the phrase dirty suffering and I greatly appreciate it and enjoy it. Um, and dirty suffering is the fact that so often we'll have an experience that's unpleasant and then we will chastise ourselves for having it. That, you know, why am I feeling anxious? It's stupid that I'm feeling anxious. Why am I so nervous? I'm an idiot for feeling nervous. I shouldn't feel this way. Whereas mindfulness, which takes quite a bit of practice, um, you know, it's just, okay, I'm feeling anxious. It will pass. A bit of acceptance with the mindfulness of simply, this is what I'm experiencing. It will pass. I can handle it. It will be okay. Um, mindfulness, we can also do with like mindful eating. You know, if you have that plate of delicious food in front of you, really focusing on what you're eating because at least in the United States of America a number of people eat so quickly that honestly they don't really taste the food um they don't really taste it they you know you can get to the point that you go for another spoonful of say mashed potatoes and the mashed potatoes are all gone and you didn't even really take in the experience of eating them you did not take in the fact that they're gone um, and so 
again, just taking that pause, slowing down, and just focusing on what you're doing. Really working to be present and in the moment um, is the best thing that sometimes we can do for ourselves to get out of whatever issue we're having. And for a number of these things, it's going to take practice beforehand. And so maybe you try them at Thanksgiving and they don't work terribly well, um, or they only kind of work. But there's, you know, about a month between if you celebrate Christmas or even if you celebrate New Year, right? Um, there's time to kind of practice the skills and improve them. And my suggestion would be to practice when you're calm so that way you have the skills when you're anxious or upset. Because when we're to that point, it's a lot harder to think. It's a lot harder to think creatively. Um, and so if we just have them and they're a bit more second nature, it's going to go more smoothly. And so it's best, right? And, and we see this in practice in other things. If you ever played sports, right, you have practice, you know, thinking of baseball, softball, you practice throwing the ball, you practice hitting the ball, you practice sliding over and over and over and over and over. So that way, when you're in the game, you don't have to think about how do I hold the bat? How do I hold the ball to throw it or to pitch it? Your body already instinctively knows how to do this. And so that's really what we'd like, we, that's what mental health professionals would like people to get to if this is what they work on with them, is the fact that these skills become second nature and you don't have to think about, okay, how many times, like how long do I hold the breath? How long do I breathe? What am I, like what? What am I doing? Um, and with the breathing, I would also recommend working on diaphragmatic breathing. So when we breathe and we're feeling a bit anxious or we're breathing very shallow, our shoulders will move. Your shoulders are not part of the process. There's no reason that your shoulders should be moving. If you're breathing diaphragmatically or a deep belly breath, then you'll feel kind of your stomach moving. And if you struggle with this, right, put your hand on your stomach, See if your hand moves. Or when you lay down, pay attention to that because that's what naturally happens when we lay down. But if you ever did any singing, any choral training, that's also taught in that space as well because um, you want nice deep breaths to be able to project while singing. Um, so those are just some things. That is not by any means an exhaustive list. That's just a nice starting place. So breathing, breaks, distraction, grounding, mindfulness. Those are just a few things. And again, if this is an area you really struggle, I would recommend talking with a professional for more help so they can help you build on this 15 minute podcast. So if you enjoyed the episode, Please rate it, share it, depending on the platform, like it. Um, I know I'm shared across various platforms. Comment on it, if that's an option on the platform you're on. 
Um, also, please feel free to reach out. Ask for topics or things you want me to talk about. You can reach out at talkinpsychwithdocraz at gmail.com or you can reach out on Instagram or TikTok. I hope you all have a good day and you take care of yourselves. Bye.